0: The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon, Louisiana. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. Roster are brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Rots are brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game, plus a 100% instant deposit match at thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Rots are brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. Also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com forward slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is currently Wednesday, February 2nd, 1035 on the East Coast. And joining me, as usual, to break everything down that's happening in the NBA and get into these Wednesday night games is my main man, my esteemed co-host and colleague, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell. How you feeling this Monday or sorry Tuesday evening? Wednesday evening, my man. Who? Uh, off, I'm disgusted. I am too. I'm giving you the form.
1: I'm disgusted. Um, <laughs> I don't. And if you think we're going to talk about the NFL for a little bit, but if you think this doesn't apply to an NBA as well, you are absolutely out of your mind. If you haven't seen, and I'm pretty sure everybody has, of what's going on with Brian Flores in the news and the unfair practices that have come to him and a lot of African-American coaches, minority coaches in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And it's just so blatant that... And what was done to that man is so completely unjust and absolutely does fall under racial discrimination. 100%. And this is one of the teams was, is my childhood team, the New York Giants. That is my childhood team. That's all i have known growing up. So for someone to be promised a job before the man even interviewed, And he goes into an interview thinking he's giving his best shot. He's supposed to walk into that interview thinking he's giving his best shot. He has an actual chance at the job. And -hmm. if you read the text messages between him and Bill Belichick, if you don't get sick to the act, to the pit of your stomach when he realizes that Bill was talking, thought he was talking to Dabble and not him. Yeah. And that he was literally walking into an interview that he had no shot for. I commend him for even going to the interview. I truly do. I don't know if I could have did that. I would have, I do not know if I could have gone to that interview to go and be humiliated like that, to sit in front of a whole bunch of people, probably white people. Mm-hmm. And they sit here and entertain you for two hours of your day, knowing that they're not even going to give you a chance. And don't get me started on Miami Dolphins. I'm, start, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna finish them last. If the allegations are true against the Denver Broncos, John Elway and everyone that was in that interview should be out of the organization immediately. There's no reason, absolutely no reason. That is the complete, utter unprofessionalism to show up hungover to an interview. Mm-hmm. And if the allegations against the Miami Dolphins are true, Stephen Ross should be outed as an owner immediately. The front office should be gone. And Brian Flores should get the biggest settlement that anybody has ever seen in their life. That is absolutely disgusting. The fact that you have a first-year head coach, a first-year black head coach who has everything to prove, and you tell him that we're going to offer you $100,000 for every game you lose. And then you tell him, hey, go tamper and break league protocols so we can get this quarterback. And yeah. now you fire him when he has a slight setback. Still gave you consecutive winning seasons, but has a slight setback. They started off 1-7 and seven and then went in 1-7 straight. Still finished with a winning record, and you're expecting us to believe that what occurred in 2019 had nothing to do with this firing in 2021? It's absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's disgusting, and it's everything and what's wrong with the league. And the Rooney Rule was not made for just to put somebody in the room and you give them a sham interview. It was to actually give these people a actual chance to give. Minorities, an actual chance. So it is, it just, it's just so crazy to me. And it happens everywhere. It happens yeah. everywhere. It's not just the NFL, it happens everywhere. And so, best of luck, to Coach Flores. And I hope that, you know, people, because I know this has happened before to other coaches, and I hope they have the courage to be able to stand up and fight this as well. Change starts with everyone, man. Yeah, And I'm getting choked up even talking about it, but this is disgusting. And I hope the best for Coach Blores, his team, and this lawsuit. And I hope that some change actually does come in the NFL and that spurs out to all major organizations.
0: It, no, uh, I think that the, the first thing that I, I wanted to say about this in the reports that came out yesterday is that um that what Brian Flores is doing is I I don't even have the right word to describe how much of an impact this is gonna have not only in the NFL but for like you said in other sports for black head coaches and how he's taking a stand against these owners. And and what's what truly goes on behind the scenes that as casual fans, we don't know what happens. Right. And for Brian Flores to to take this, to 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 make the change. And, and he said that this is a change that needs to happen. And even if it costs me. My NFL coaching career, that's a price that I am willing to pay because this is what I believe in. And that's 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 strong. Right. And 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 I agree 200 percent with everything that you just said that we're in the year 2022 and things like this of discrimination and things like this are still happening in the United States of America. And, you know, there there's there's going to be there's people in the world, particularly in the states that. I think that the the point that you brought up about the Denver Broncos, people like that still exist. People in the New York Giants organization that had already made up their mind on who their coach was going to be. And because of some of a rule of the Rooney rule that you had already decided who your coach, that's, that's embarrassing. So for Brian Flores, and, you know, this might be a, just, I don't know, one of, thousands of in, in, instances that have happened around the league and possibly in other sports. but it, it's crazy to me to, that we're sitting here talking about this in 2022 and it's really sad and you know what I commend Brian Force for doing this because obviously ethics is number one on this on his on his list, right If this was maybe any other coach that was offered a hundred thousand two hundred thousand to lose games, they maybe would have taken it, but for Brian Flores to be treated this way, it's absolutely disgusting and it hurts, man. And, and I, and I feel you, I, I know where you're coming from as you, as an African-American in this country, I, 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 am not going to know what, what goes on um, in the mind. We've seen it, but you know, for, for things like this to happen in America, it's, it's, it's really saddening. It really is. And it, it it, it's it's crazy. And, and I hope that, you know, he that this at least sheds the light on change happening. And you're absolutely 100 percent that if these allegations and this lawsuit and everything that he said is is true, which I 100 percent believe him, that it is true that you're right, that the Miami Dolphins owner should be banned from the league. He should sell the team. Same thing with Denver that those guys that came up hung over to that interview and wasted his time for two, three hours, not only the travel time that he had to go through, not only to sit there in that interview for two, three hours with guys that were hung over all white guys. It's completely embarrassing. And, you know what? I I just hope that this is a start of change that it's going to happen, and not only in the NFL, but hopefully, you know, other, in around the other leagues, whether it's the NBA that we talk about, whether it's NHL, whether it's MLB, wherever the case might be, that these coaches or even players come out and start, you know, put just shedding light on what's actually happening behind the scenes. It so.
1: I just – it's so crazy, and it's so hard, like, to talk – because, one, we we kind of – we knew. We Mm -hmm. knew that this stuff happened because – and Nick Wright said it best, that it is statistically impossible for the NFL head coaches to be this white at random. Statistically impossible Mm -hmm. with the amount of black players that play this game statistically impossible for all these head coaches to be white and so the fact that Brian Forrest coming from where he has come from getting this opportunity Mm -hmm. and then being asked to do this and then subsequently fired because you can't tell me that they fired him because of merit of what he did because if these allegations are true no. Every, you're telling me that since 2019, when he has refused to do what the owner and GM said, that they gave him every, every single best chance to succeed after that? Absolutely not. That's impossible to believe. Yeah. That is impossible to believe that after 2019, when they offered him $100,000, he said no. When they, told, when they got him together with a quarterback in the, for a specific tampering And Mm -hmm. he left, and he said, I will not meet with this person. You are trying to tell me that they gave him every single chance to succeed after that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So that means he was fired. It's unjust firing. And, uh, you know, it's crazy because we're taught, growing up, I was taught that I have to be twice as good to get even half of what they have. Yeah. And Brian Flores did that. He was great. He stuck to his principles, and he was fired for it. And then he had his time wasted. Not just for the first time, for the second time, and it probably could be others, his time wasted by Mm -hmm. the New York Giants, saying that he was a finalist for that job and they already had that man, had their man and didn't even give him the opportunity and just had a sham interview for him. So I don't want to, I don't want to take us up too long on that, but there's no way that I could start this show and not speak on that because I know that we have a fan base, we have a platform Mm -hmm. and I'm grateful for SGPN for allowing me to have a platform. And I'm going to, I'm going to speak on these issues because it 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 means something to all of us. Yeah, and so I know that's not why people tuned in, but I I couldn't live with myself.
0: If I knew I had somewhere to speak out and did Yeah, it. yeah, you're one hundred percent correct. That you know, me and you and and the guys that we have, you know, across all the Plano podcasts on the SGPN. But we, this is part of sports. It's part of life. It's bigger than sports, right? And you know, we should sit here, you know, and take the the time and discuss the issues that that are happening in sports, you know, whether people like it or not and our listeners like it or not, they can go fuck themselves if they don't. Um, but you know, you being a, a, a friend of mine now and, and, and being a co-host that I can sit here for hours and hours and sit here and talk to you about these social injustice that are happening in the league. So, you know, for us to only take 15 minutes here and talk about this, I, I don't think that's enough, but um, like you said that, you know, people are here for other reasons, but, uh, you know, uh, when, when things like this happen in sports, we need to take the time out and understand where, you know, African-Americans are coming from and how they feel. Because you're right. We have this platform here. And you know, I, in, in Texas, where I live, it, I'm not going to get uh, you, people know in Texas what Texas is, right? And and for for not only a melting pot of a a state and especially the city of Houston is with so many diver, different diver, diverse nationalities and cultures that you know that things like this happen down here too right being a a an Asian and and things that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, during after 9-11 how brown people got treated and, and how african-americans still get treated in in this in this country it, it's crazy and, and we've had these discussions before that i don't care if you're white yellow blue pink black i don't care what you are my parents taught me that it, it's not the skin color of a person or how they should be treated right it, it's it's what's inside their heart it's it's what their intentions are and, and for, for me to sit here, I, it's an honor, it's an honor and a privilege that I get to sit here and podcast with you and I, and I get to call you a friend and I, and I get to, you know, talk to you, you know, throughout the day about sports and things like this. So, you know what, I, I would just want you to know that, Hey, I'm 200%, you know, with you I'm behind you. And, and, you know, there's a lot of times and in workplaces that people that interact with you that. Interact with each other and are nice to each other's faces, but they're saying things beyond their back. But as part of the SGPN network, we have a lot of different culture. We have a lot of guys that are African Americans within the SGPN network, and and it's a privilege and honor to get to work with those type of people and call them friends. And 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 and, and it's it, we could sit here and we could keep talking about this stuff. But again, Terrell, the, letting you know that hey that i i feel you know about what's been happening going all the way back to the nba bubble with you know the whole george floyd thing and and the social justice movement it's it's crazy that we're in a time right now where it's 2022 and we're still dealing with this type of stuff so it's nothing but love for you my man um with 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 brian flores i have so much respect for him to coming out in and having this lawsuit and bringing to light the issues that are happening behind the scenes, not only in the NFL, but I'm hoping that in across all sports that this time, this happens because we need to change the mentality as a country. And Brian Forrest said this morning that the decision makers, he said this on ESPN this morning with Mike Greenberg, that people need to understand what happens and that the decision makers need to change, have a change of heart and their mentality. So um anything else that you want to get off your chest man the platform yours we can sit here for hours and then we can talk i have no problem with that no it's good it's good i've said what
1: i need to say and you know i hope something i truly truly hope something does come of this i, I hope this isn't done in vain i hope something really truly does come of this and i'm looking forward to see the results of this class action yeah
0: 100 we'll be we'll be keeping track of it uh, for sure, and and, uh, and we and we hope that you know something does come out of it. So, Terrell, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Break here, man. We'll come back and then we'll get into some NBA uh, news and topics. We'll be right back if we hear from our sponsors. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Louisiana. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football and more. WinBet is now beginning pre-registration for the state of Louisiana. Place a $10 bet and regardless of the outcome, you'll receive $250 in free bets when WinBed goes live in Louisiana. All other new customers have a chance to get $200 in free bets with the same $10 bet. Don't forget about all the props that will be available on WinBet for the Super Bowl. The best part? You can build your own bet to create a prop-focused same-game parlay for the big game. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. There are never enough things to gamble on and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, and win. All right, coming off of the break here, uh, let's get into some NBA talk here, Terrell. Um, let's start with recapping our picks from last night, man. Um, whew, a couple of heartbreakers for us as far as our dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's start with our locks. Let's start with some positive news here. We both crush our locks. Uh, you had the Bulls minus the 9 uh last night against the Orlando Magic. Uh they pulled never away. In doubt. Yeah, never end <laughs> <in> out. <laughs> they pulled <laughs> they pulled away there in the final uh let's see, two minutes. Um they got the cover for uh for us. Uh they got the victory there 125 five, one fourteen, and I think you also called that you know both DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. I'm oh, sorry 126 six, one fifteen. Both uh DeMar DeRozan And Zach Levine had big games for the Chicago Bulls. 29 for DeRozan, a tag on 10 rebounds. And Zach Levine was uh, finished with 26 points. uh, And he was, what, 8 of 17 from the field, five rebounds and three assists. But, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, Bulls pulled away a little late. They got the cover over the Orlando Magic. And then your dog, you had the uh, Miami Heat plus 120 over the Toronto Raptors. And, Man, the Miami, that fourth like- quarter,
1: that fourth quarter is one of the worst things I've ever seen.: Oh man. Oh my gosh, do you know how much of a from a betting? At this point, it was at a point of that that I was begging them just to cover the three. I didn't even care about the win anymore. Yeah, it was a point of that I didn't even care about the win anymore. You cannot allow a 10-0 run in the fourth quarter where you've been up the whole game. It is absolutely. That is sick. against the team that is playing effectively five guys.
0: Yeah. Five guys. <laughs> Gary T- Gary Trent Jr. man, uh he he went off in that fourth quarter. He he himself had an eight what 90 run by or sorry, 80 run on his own. Um created some separation there. Um the Miami he did get back within three, but again the the shooting was way just too much for uh the uh Heat to overcome. Lose the cover by a point, lose the game outright 110-106. Um in a game where they were pretty much in control, but um, you know, we, we, we take it on the chin and we move on to the next day. Uh, and then I had the Minnesota Timberwolves minus the five against the uh, Denver Nuggets. That, this line moved against me once Nikola Jokic was um, announced that he was playing this game. But that's what I told you? Yeah. you. remember
1: what I told you, though? I was like, I love this. I love this play if Jokic plays. If yeah. he, I said if Jokic plays, Carl Anthony Towns is going to give him the business, and you best believe he did
0: Yeah, that second quarter was uh, pretty much the difference. I mean, Minnesota was up 30 to 28 in the first quarter, but the second quarter, 39 to 23. The Timberwolves outscored the Denver Nuggets, and they kind of coasted from there at that point. And like you said, uh, Carl Anthony Towns last night uh, near triple-double, almost uh, 24 points, 10 rebounds, finished with a team-high 7 assists in that game. Uh, Nicole Jokic struggled in this game. Uh, The numbers – Uh, are pretty for him, but um, he had some early turnovers in that game and that this uh, Denver Nuggets team just lost it in that second quarter and they got the victory there for us. And then my dog, oh, buddy, Uh, I had the San Antonio Spurs uh, plus 120. Uh, Obviously, after we got off the pod that Steph Curry was announced out in this game, Uh, so the line then, I think then the Spurs were favored by a point, I believe, Um, but again, that fourth quarter the San Antonio Spurs had 30 or more points actually 33 or more points through the first three quarters. And in that fourth quarter, they were outscored 35 to 16. Dejounte Murray was clutched down the stretch. He did give them two baskets, uh, two separate occasions to give them the lead, but a blatant missed call on Jordan pools. Uh, he traveled right in front of the ref and absolutely just missed it. And then, um, DeJounte Murray, once he grabbed his 10th rebound, fumbled it, lost it, threw the ball in the corner to Jordan Poole, who hit the game-winning – or, uh, yeah, pretty much the game-winning three for the Golden mm-hmm. State Warriors, and that was it. But to a little more heartbreak in this game as uh, DeJounte Murray finished with 27-9-9. Nine and nine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the ultimate that is the ultimate blue balls there. 27, 9, and 9. And we had DeJounte Murray 3D and a win, and they fumbled this game away. It 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 was just it looked so good too. Like yeah. it was going on a game, like, oh, we're about to cash a 10 to 1 bet. Like that was gonna be so good. This that was the
0: ultimate blue balls there. I don't think it gets much worse than that. Yeah, I think it was about four, four or five or six minutes left where he was sitting at nine and nine, nine rebounds and nine assists, and just wasn't able to get over the hump. But um, nonetheless, another, you know, uh, a loser on the dog, but Hey, we went one and one, uh, not too much sweat off of the back. Hopefully we can, uh, continue to have a profitable night here tonight in the NBA. Um, aside from those games, Terrell, anything else you want to get off your chest? Uh, as far as the games here last night, mm, the Wizards nutted up,
1: well, the Wizards were in that game. They kind of let that get away. Yeah. And they were- the Suns. Go ahead. Yeah, the the Wizards were in it. The Wizards were yeah. in it. They mm-hmm. were in it. Without Bradley Beal, they were in it. And it's kind of questioning to the Bucks a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm very I'm very I'm starting I'm not going to question them yet. Okay. But I will say for the Bucks who I think is the best team in the East and who okay. Well, they're playing like, you know, one of the great, you know, great East basketball teams that they always they kind of always do. And but they're they're really starting to force me to question them. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Suns give me no question at all that they're really fucking good. They there's no question. You you are not questioning that the Suns are really that good. From when they've had players out <laughs> to when everybody is healthy. I yeah. mean, there's 41 41 and 9 in 50 games is. <laughs> Absurd, and they're on another. They're going on another win streak. Yeah, they had that crazy win streak in the beginning of the year. Now they're going on another win streak. This is absolutely wow. I just this this team is going to be a tough out for anyone. And I'm the must teams better bring it, or they're going to walk right into the finals again. <laughs> this yeah. team is really really good. Hopefully everybody stays healthy through. If Chris Ball has to stay healthy throughout the whole time. And if he does, Jesus.
0: Why is it we we're having a more of a conversation of Chris Paul being MVP?
1: Because I believe that Chris Paul is I don't I don't think anyone, especially Chris Paul, I don't think anyone is going to get that Steve Nash treatment anymore. Okay. Yeah. And where you cannot score in the twenties. And, you know, you cannot average. And so I'm pretty sure averaging at least 20 points is now a prerequisite to winning mm-hmm. MVP. Yeah. And if okay. you're not scoring 20 points a night, then you're absolutely not. And, and it's because of how how much offense is in the league nowadays. Yeah. Like how, how many threes people are shooting, how much the league is is focused on offense. You can't average 20 points and be MVP nowadays. Like mm-hmm. the media and the voters will not vote you. And so... You know, we talk about the year where Steve Nash won. Everybody was pretty sure Kobe walked into that MVP e- fairly easily and Steve Nash won it. Yeah. Chris Paul's not going to get that treatment. He's not going to get that treatment. Chris Paul should absolutely be MVP. He had an MVP le- year last year and he's having another one this year, but he's not going to get that look. And it's because he's not doing enough scoring the basketball. Because if you literally just took his scoring input, yeah. You took him from what's he averaging? What fourteen uh, right. points a game? Fourteen
0: point fifty. Let's call it fifteen. So at fourteen point nine and ten point four. Yeah. Assists. So
1: yeah, yeah. So you telling me that if he averaged twenty five points a game, ten assists, he wouldn't be an MVP conversation? Absolutely. It's because he yeah. doesn't have. It's literally just the scoring. That's mm-hmm. literally all it is. It's just the scoring. There's nothing else. He plays defense. He does all that. Yeah. Only reason he's not. He doesn't have this because he's not averaging twenty five points a game. So that sucks. That's yeah. lame. He should mm-hmm. definitely be in the conversation, but. You know he won't be and i know for a fact there's going to be a handful of people that actually do vote him but the masses will not
0: yeah i mean devin booker is averaging 25.4 points per game is um number five uh number six on the list as far as mvp at 15 to one and then it stacks his teammate chris paul at 30 to one so i uh, just want to kind of throw that out there but 100 100 there's everything so that i think that he should be in that conversation um to win MVP because I mean 40 like you said 41 and nine, absolutely absurd. And and they're making it look easy out there, man. That's a crazy part. And they fire, finally got their guys back last night. Uh DeAndre Aiden was back for them. Jay Crowder was back last night for them. Uh, they took care of business against the uh Brooklyn Nets, 121, 11. Um, now sitting uh at, like you said, 41 and 9 with not only the best record in the West, but the best record in the entire league by a very large margin. Um at least compared to Eastern Conference opponents, uh, Golden State Warriors uh, 39 and 13 um, so far this season. So, two of the dominant teams out here in the Western Conference. Uh, anything else, um, Terrell, before we dive into the games for tonight, man? No, let's that's go. Cool. That's cool. All right. Let's dive into these games for tonight, man. I'm thinking we have a nine game schedule here tonight. So, let's kick it off here with the Washington Wizards on a back to back situation that they head to Philadelphia. Take on the 76ers with the Sixers opened up as a nine and a half point favorite. Uh, currently that number is all the way up to 10 and a half. Uh, total opened up at 216 and a half. That number has uh plummeted a little bit by three points to two thirteen and a half. Checking the injury report for both of these teams. Um, for the Philadelphia 76ers, on Court mods is out for this game. Um, Shake Milton continues to be out, and that is pretty much it for the Sixers. For the Wizards, they did play last night, so no injury reports submitted yes yet, but we know Bradley Beal is going to be out for at least um, a week now. That um, injury um, time got extended last night uh, per report, so he'll be out at least through Monday of next week. Uh, let's check the ATS numbers here for uh, the both of these squads. For the Washington Wizards, we talked about this yesterday. As far as the road ATS, they're seven seventeen and one overall on the road, six ten and one as a road underdog. Back to back situations, two three and one, and they are a perfect six and zero to the over uh, in back to back situations here, um, Terrell. Uh, Let's start with the side here, man. Minus, uh, let's call it ten and a half for the Sixers hosting the Washington Wizards.
1: Okay, so. And for those who've been following, we all, I'm not sure your take on this, but mm-hmm. Scott and I both have the 76ers winning the division over the Brooklyn Nets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is, it's not even, it's not even a question. They're going to win the division over the Brooklyn Nets. However, I understand why there is a room to pause because what the fuck are the 76ers doing going down? to these bad teams for so much, yeah. so often. They start off these games terrible. And for them to have start the season to be actually a first-quarter team, like there was a point where I was actually on the 76ers' first quarter. Yep. And for them now to be starting games so terribly and going down to the Magic, going down to uh, the Kings and having Clippers. to fight back in these games, the Clippers, like, that's disgusting. Yeah. And so how can I ever lay 10 and a half with this team playing that right now? I don't know. Even if the Wizards are on the back-to-back, and even if the Wizards did just screw me out of a plus 11 cover last night. Yeah. It, first of all, Joel Embiid is going, if, if they struggle in the beginning of this game again, Joel Embiid is going to walk into a 40-point game. Because the Wizards are not good in the paint. John B's going to get whatever he wants. And he's going to have to play the entire game because they're going to be down. Yeah, (laughs) Because they're going to be down. (laughs) I just don't, I can't with confidence say that the 76ers are going to play good basketball all four quarters. I'm very tempted to even take a Wizards first half 76ers money line. I'm very tempted. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't trust (laughs) the Wizards at all. Yeah. And I could be very much wrong the seventy sixers go and put thirty on their head, especially off of back to bat. Like I but it's too many instances, It's way too many instances where this team has been so bad, so bad to start off the game against teams that they should really be whooping for four quarters and getting wire to wire wins. So I can't I cannot I will not <laughs> back this team laying double digits. Because I automatically have to assume that they're going to be down going into the fourth quarter or, you know, at least the very least down going into the second half. Yeah. So, no, I'm
0: I'm I'm going to, I guess, my better judgment just back the Wizards here. Yeah, this is a second or sorry, the third meeting between these two teams uh, already this season. The first one was back on December 26th. Philly won that game 117.96 as a four point favorite, went over the total. And then I think this was a couple weeks ago where I do remember picking the against the Sixers in this game where the yep, Sixers went into yeah, Washington and the uh, Wizards won that game 117.98 uh, as a two point under, home underdog. Um, and now, about well, a couple weeks later, we're saying Island Champ Barley is out. But what has changed between. The last two weeks for this spread to be at minus 10 and a half now.
1: I'm sure. Did Bradley Beal play in that game? I'm pretty sure he did, but he's not worth eight points to the line. I mean, Bradley Beal and being at home. So I'm sure they thought that line should have probably been around five, maybe close to six, but they gave them a little bit of a home bump. Cause that suit, that plus two and a half was still like, dang, like I would have figured I was getting the Wizards as a bigger dog. So I'm sure yeah. Bradley Beal and the fact that they were at home had to deal with that, but that's still, those two factors, does not equate the the large eight and a half points that the difference is right now. Yeah, I think that there is some there's a discrepancy there. Mm-hmm. And but I will, yeah, back, I'll back the Wizards for it. Yeah, I'll back the Wizards because of it. I don't think the Wizards, I think the Wizards are in a decline, mm-hmm. but the 76ers haven't shown me anything in the past few games that says that they won't allow this team to be in this game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Beal played in that game uh where they won, but he wasn't, I mean, he didn't have a huge game. He played 33 minutes. He was five of 12 from the field only scored 13 points, Um, but he did not play in the, the prior loss to the Sixers uh in that game. So they will be without him here tonight. But, yeah, I think uh, I want to take the Wizards here as well um, tonight, even though, like, you may, or like we said, they're on a back-to-back situation here. But um just doesn't give me confidence that, you know, we mentioned that the uh, Sixers play down the competition. They don't take care of business. And um, they do win the games, but they're not covering the spread. So probably maybe, what, a seven- or nine-point victory here. Uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers uh, hosting the Washington Wizards here tonight. Anything else for this game, Terrell, before we move on? Quickly do want to mention that Joel Embiid in both of those games uh, did score 32 or more points. He had 32 in the prior matchup and then 36 in the previous matchup. Let me see if there's he's a He's going to go off. He's going to go He's going to go off. Yeah, Quickly, let me see if there's a points prop up for him yet. Yeah, yeah. He's at 32 and a half for tonight. So uh, definitely shop around. Maybe you could find a 32 or 31 and a half for Embiid here tonight. Anything else for this game, Terrell? No, no, I'm good. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have the Orlando Magic headed to Indiana to take on the Pacers, where the Pacers opened up as a five-point favorite. That number has come down to minus three and a half for the Pacers. Total opened up at 219 and a half. That number is all the way up to two twenty six and a half. and a half. Starting to see some 227s pop up. Um, Let's check the injury report for both of these teams Uh, for the Indiana Pacers. uh, Malcolm Brogdon is out. Demonis Sabonis is out. Miles Turner is out. Um, Let's see. O'Shea Brissett is questionable. And I'm not even going to try to attempt to pronounce their backup center's name. Goga, I'll go with that. He's also questionable tonight with a sore right foot. For the Orlando Magic, um, the usual guys are out, so um, you know Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, all are a go tonight for the Orlando Magic. Let's start with the side here, Terrell, minus three and a half for the Pacers hosting the Orlando Magic. Okay, this feels like a WTF.
1: Yeah, because why? Why am I handicapping this game? I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not laying points for Indiana. I'm just gonna tell you that that I'm not laying points for Indiana. Yeah, I I don't even. <laughs> I think me and Scott talked about this the other day, and just based off principle, I think Indiana actually did cover that game when they were a favorite. But with the one, this Orlando team plays better on the road. They actually cover. Somewhat of their games on the road, mm-hmm. and the Indiana Pacers are in a fucking dumpster fire, man. What the hell? Mm. Yeah, they don't know what they want to do. They're shutting people down because they're trying to trade them, and they can't even get assets for the people they're trying to trade because the people they're trying to trade is hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like you're just sitting here playing with half a roster. Because the people you're trying to trade are hurt. And now, you know, where you thought you was going to turn the team around, trade those guys, get some solid pieces and get some draft picks, you're not even going to get that because they're hurt. So you got to wait for them to get healthy, and then somebody will make an offer for them. Right. Like I said, I think the Magic are playing better. The Ma- while I was saying never in doubt, the Magic definitely did give me a scare for about 75 to 80% of that game of, holy shit, these guys are not going away. And I don't think they go away. I really don't. I don't think they go away at all. I think that Orlando comes in here and they're going to give any other their every best shot to go and try and win this game. Mm-hmm. I think that they are kind of pissed that they got the result that they did against the Bulls because I know that's a game that Wendell Carter wanted to win. Yeah. And I'm sure the team would have rallied behind him to go win that game. Mm-hmm. And it's also the first place team in the East. You absolutely want to go try to win that game and put a really good win. And so now you're coming here and you're playing the Pacers who really aren't that much better than you at all. You're 15th or 13th. So you got to feel that you have a chance in this game. Mm -hmm. And so with all the options that Orlando does have, with all the people that still are trying to prove something, even the trade pieces that they have on that team still trying to prove something and prove their word to another team, and Indiana's inability to guard anything on defense, anything—like they're not even trying—they gave up 110 points to the Thunder, 158 points to <laughs> the Hornets. Inability. Even the Mavericks got 132, and they don't even—they're not even focused on scoring the basketball this year. Yeah. So. I'm just I can't I can't lay two possessions with I couldn't lay point if I can't lay points with the Indian Pacers, why would I ever lay two possessions with them? Give me the magic plus three and a half.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. When I looked at this line and, and I was actually reading it here on the podcast, I was like immediately WTF went in my head. But um yeah, you're right. I think that you know last night was a, a great effort by the Orlando Magic to at least try to mess up the cover here. But on the road, man, they've been respectable. They're 16 and 13 overall. Uh, against the spread 16 and 13 as obviously uh, road underdogs. Um, And now you're in a situation where you're facing a depleted Indiana Pacers team. So I think defensively uh, Indiana is going to struggle in this game as they have been. So I may also look at Orlando magic team total here for tonight as well um, in this game, but I agree with you. I'm also on the Orlando magic here for tonight, just way too many injuries here for the uh, Indiana Pacers and they're again, with combine that with the bad defense that they have so far this season um I, I do like the Orlando Magic here tonight as well uh for this game um any thoughts on the total here Terrell? i think probably a over or a pass in this game or as i will be playing the Orlando Magic team total here tonight
1: yeah i will go over i'll go over cuz i think orlando orlando can score the basketball yeah aside from just a terrible shooting stretch and that's pretty much what you have to bet or Bet against when you bet against Orlando. You just got to, because they have the talent, you just got to sit here and say, hmm, I think this is the night that Orlando just can't find the basket. Like, they just can't put the ball in the basket. Because they have a lot of people that can really score the basketball. Yeah. But with what the Indiana Pacers are doing, I don't think, I mean, they're 20, they are last place in the league in points in the paint over the past five games. Mm-hmm. Last. So now you get Franz Wagner, you get Jalen Suggs. You, you got the two towers and Mo Bama and Wendell Carter down there. Points are going to be at a premium.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, currently, I'm seeing the Orlando Magic team total 111 and a half here for tonight, and I think that for them, they put up 115 last night against um, the uh, Chicago Bulls, and should have no issues scoring here tonight against this Indiana Pacers team. So, definitely looking at the over for magic here as well. Let's get over to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Charlotte Hornets headed to Boston to take on the Celtics, where the Celtics opened up as a four and a half point favorite. That number has gone up to minus six. Total opened up at 220 and a half. Uh, that number starting to pop up around 224, 224 and a half for the total. Uh, Let's check the injury report for both of these teams Um, for the Boston Celtics. Everybody is pretty much healthy for the uh, Charlotte Hornets. uh, Gordon Hayward is out for this game tonight as he returns from health and safety protocols. Um, Let's see. Jaden McDaniels is also out for the Charlotte Hornets. And Kelly Oubre Jr. is probable tonight with the left ankle sprain. Uh, I already know where you're going with this game, but we'll talk about it anyway. Uh, Boston minus six against the Hornets. Okay, this isn't even just my distaste of
1: Boston that we all know is here, but from the from when these teams played two weeks ago, when this line was at four, and also at Boston, what is different that they're now getting six? Okay, McDaniels isn't playing. Hayward isn't playing. Hayward didn't even – I mean, of course he had an effect in that game, but he was in foul trouble for a good portion of the game. Yeah. And so, you know, he never really got in rhythm at all. Oubre's coming back. Mm -hmm. This team is good enough where Hayward not being there, I still like the production they can get. So I'm really not understanding where these extra two points are coming from. Maybe it's because Boston has locked in a lot more. Well, they were good defensively in that game. I was sitting here talking to you about the defensive numbers between the two teams, and that both of them were two good good defensive teams at the time. Yeah. So is it because they just – it's got to be because they just whooped up on the heat. I was going to say that is that it's probably because
0: they won the four of their last five games is what it probably has been. But if you look at the opponents, it's been Washington. It's been Sacramento. They lost Atlanta that you called out. And then the Pelicans and the Miami heat, which had, or on that, uh, uh, which was what the back the Sunday on that back-to-back situation coming off those three overtimes. Yeah, that that has to be it. Yeah. And now granted the, the
1: Hornets have started to allow, you know, gradually allow more scoring you know they gave up two 125 games to the raptors and the pacers Mm -hmm. and 114 to the lakers and 115 to the clippers so they're giving up some more scoring now but i don't know an extra two points really really oh no i don't know not a 14 i don't know I'm not buying that. I'm I'm not buying that. I think the Hornets are still a good team. Both of these teams are playing for playoff positioning. And so all of these games are going to matter going forward. You have to every single win, you gotta you gotta go out there and try to win every single night because everything is lock lockstep right now, especially with Boston trying to stay at the top in top half of that play-in and mm-hmm. get and don't look now. But the Brooklyn Nets are – Charlotte is one and a half games back from the Brooklyn Nets for getting out of the play-in. And Boston's three games back from the Brooklyn Nets from getting out of yep. the play-in. I'm pretty sure that's what every – Boston, Toronto, and Charlotte, I'm pretty sure that's what they're aiming for. Mm-hmm. Do I think Boston get there? No, of course. But that's what all three of them are aiming for, to get out of that play-in and get to number six especially with the injuries that, and the Kyrie situation the Brooklyn Nets have. Yeah. So, now do they do it? Uh, I highly doubt it. But still, that's what everybody's aiming for. So, this is a big game. I think both teams get after it. I think both teams really – six, two possession. I'm pretty sure this game falls in between the possession. Whether Boston ekes out a win or whether Charlotte goes and gets another one on the road, I'm almost positive that this game ends in one possession. So, give me the plus six.
0: Yeah, um, I agree, man. Again, I think we talked about those two extra points coming up from those, those wins that they have. the Boston Celtics had for their last five games, where hasn't been against stellar competition, right? I mean, you take a look at their last loss against Atlanta, which is significantly a better team than the teams that they've played. Um, they lost that game by 16 points. Even after the game against the Charlotte Hornets a couple weeks ago, Portland, they lost that game by four. And Portland, we know, depleted squad as well. And one more note that I did want to throw in there a trend that the um Charlotte Hornets are 14 and 8 against the spread coming off of a loss. So that's around six close to 64% uh for the uh Charlotte Hornets uh after a loss. So yeah, give me the Charlotte Hornets here as well. Uh, plus the six. Hopefully, this number gets outside of six. We could get a six and a half, maybe a seven, but uh keep an eye out on the line for that for sure. Um, anything on the total here, Terrell? No. I
1: want to go with another Boston under. Mm-hmm. I'm just not certain how with the, you know, that Charlotte defense starting to regress a little bit from that yeah. run they had, mm-hmm. because I think if Boston scores, Charlotte's going to score. Yeah. And that could fly over the total. So i really don't want to make a play on this one.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next game here. We have the Memphis Grizzlies headed to the Big Apple to Madison Square Garden to take on the Knicks where the Memphis Grizzlies opened up as a two-point favorite. That number is up to three and a half. Uh, total opened up at 217, stayed uh, around 217, starting to see some 216 and a halves pop up. Checking the injury report for both of these teams. Uh, let's see. For the Memphis Grizzlies, Steven Adams is questionable. With a left ankle sprain, uh, Dylan Brooks is out um, with the left ankle sprain. They do get Kyle Anderson, and Desmond Bain did return last game for the Memphis Grizzlies. For the New York Knicks, everybody is a go. We know about uh, Derek Rose, who's out still recovering from the right ankle surgery. Um, let's start with the side here, Terrell. We have the Memphis Grizzlies favored by three and a half points in New York here tonight. Well, I've been on all the dogs until
1: now. There's no way I'm taking New York. (laughs) I don't trust the Knicks at all. Memphis is a great team. Memphis is a good team. The fact – I'm really pissed at Memphis for losing that game to the 76ers. But -hmm. this feels like a a good bounce-back spot in Madison Square Garden where Ja, where Desmond Bain, where Jared Jackson, Jr., And, man, Scott talked about it. Jerry Jackson Jr. is 100% in defensive player. He should be a finalist for defensive player of the year. They may not give it to him. He should absolutely be a finalist for defensive player of the year. What he's doing on defensive end is absolutely fantastic. And so I expect him to make it tough for Julius Randle and for anybody to really get inside. Mm -hmm. So now the Knicks are going to have to try to shoot out this night. They're not going to – I don't think they're going to get the easy, you know, the easy lanes to the basket with Jerry Jackson Jr. hanging around. And so now Ja is in Madison Square Garden. That can go very crazy. Like I've, I've told you, something, it's a superpower that comes – with folks in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Desmond Bain coming off of that 30-point game, he could absolutely have another because the Knicks can't guard three-point line for shit. <laughs> so he could absolutely have another very easily. <laughs> so, it's and the Knicks just refuse to progress. They refuse to progress. They refuse to open up their rotation and play some of these really good players they have on their bench. They're still force-feeding Evan Fournier, who... We'll have a good game and then, you know, be disappeared for two weeks and have another good game. So I'm going to fade the Knicks after a 20-point win. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take Memphis Grizzlies after a loss. And I'm going to say that they're good enough to beat the Knicks by, you know, somewhere around 8, 9, 10 points.
0: Yeah, this was one of the games I had already bet early last night when the line opened uh, on Memphis. And, um, you know, Memphis is playing great basketball right now. Like the the New York Knicks are completely opposite of what this team was last season. Now, obviously, that was going to happen because we knew that regression was going to come for the New York Knicks, especially on the defensive side of the basketball last season where they were the, one of the best, if not the best, defensive efficient team last season. So um, now you have this, this, this hungry um, Grizzlies team coming in. Uh, they lost their last game, you said, uh, yeah, against Philly, right? Let me double check. Yeah, so they lost that game by three. And after a loss uh, this season for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, I think they're also firing at uh, 60% against the spread. Yeah, 11-6 and six after a loss this season, 64.7% against the spread. Um, so, uh, yeah, this short number, I'm going to gonna try to find a three. I know it's currently at three and a half. Um, starting to look like it's trickling down a little bit. So if it gets a three here, or if I'm able to find a three, I'll fire on Memphis as well here tonight. Do love John Moran to go out and play ball. Like you said, there's a energy that these players want to get up to play in Madison Square Garden. Currently, seeing John Moran at 27 and a half points here tonight, as his points prop and Desmond Bain at 18 and a half. So love those two guys here tonight as far as their points prop uh against the New York Knicks. Um Anything else for this game, Terrell, before we move on to the next one? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm ready for this next one, though. All right. The next one, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers headed to Houston to take on the Rockets, where the Cleveland Cavaliers opened up as a two and a half point road favorite. That number is all the way up to minus five. Uh total opened up at 220. That number is at 219, 219 and a half check the injury report for both of these teams. Darius Garland is out for the Cleveland Cavaliers, as well as Laurie Markkinen is out for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, for the Houston Rockets, pretty clean injury report. Everybody is a go. Um, let's start with the side here, Terrell. The Cleveland Cavaliers favored by five points here against the Houston Rockets on the road. Ooh, oh, my gosh. If we have a revenge game of all revenge games, oh,
1: man. I'm telling you, if this, doesn't, if this doesn't come into fruition, then I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Because after the <laughs> – <laughs> Yo, this is going to be great. If Kevin Porter Jr. don't come out here and give them 30, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr. Ha- – It is going to be – If Kevin Porter Jr. doesn't come out here and give them 30, it's going to be a win-win. It's going to be a win-win. Because that means either that means either Evan Mobley or Jared Allen Uh had a great defensive game and kept that man out of the out of the paint, or he goes out here and scores thirty, and we hit on this Kevin Porter Jr. prop I'm about to give out of. Let's just take his points. Let's just take his points. Yeah, dog, this is the revenge game of all revenge games. You give away the man's, the man's locker. You give away the man's locker to Torian Prince. <laughs> and this is his first game against the Cavs. I didn't even realize this. I thought he played against them already. Nope. nope. Since that incident, this is his first game against the Cavs. When they cut him, they cut him thinking that nobody ever was going to touch this man again in the league. And, he, and now he's playing significant minutes and having a great year for the Houston Rockets. And Steph Curry just gave him this, Steph Curry just gave him the seal of approval. The night before. Mm-hmm. said he had a dog in him. I swear that dog has to come out tonight. It has to. It absolutely has to. You like they, uh, and the fact is the fact is they got rid of him. Yeah. And the only thing that would make this even better. Is if Darius Garland was playing in this game, because that's all who, that's who they really, if, if, if essentially, oh, I can't even talk,
0: mm. essentially
1: mm. got rid of him for mm. so that Darius yeah. Garland could get more minutes. Yep. And guess what? And this is also why he could cook Jared Allen, because Jared Allen was in the trade that brought Torian Prince there. Yeah. And it officially got him ousted. Now, granted, he was going through some legal troubles at the time. But officially, like, essentially, got him ousted out of Cleveland. Yep. And you know that's when he had the the food fight, the tantrum, and got into it with Kobe Altman and all that, and they they eventually cut him. Mm-hmm. He has to get up for this game. Second, because of how we know the Rockets can score the basketball, and the talent that the Rockets have, scoring wise, at least. I'm pretty sure they can put up points. Yeah. So I do think this line is too large. I'm going to be on the Rockets. But a play on Kevin Porter Jr. and a play on, on a performance double with Kevin Porter Jr. in the money line, I mean, how do we not play that angle tonight? I have to play that angle. I, it, would be a, it would be criminal if I didn't play that angle. And you're telling me if I decide to do, go the performance double route that I can get 18 and a money line win for plus 560?
0: So, yeah. Um, uh, I have this circled as well. And I am going to read you. This is a website or the report is Jonathan Fagan. And he covers the Rockets for the Chronicle, the newspaper down here. But he also writes for some other websites that are, are local down here. And he put out an article yesterday. And bear with me for a second. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. for this game in particular. And the title is Rockets Kevin Porter Jr. Ready for a First Game Against the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers. And I'll oh, read, my gosh. <laughs> and I'll read uh, just a very small paragraph here uh, for uh, what Kevin Porter Jr. said. So in the article, it says, Porter on Wednesday will play against his former team, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the only team he has never faced in his 109 NBA games. He did not have to check the schedule to know the reunion was coming. Quote, I had this okay reporter junior said, I had that checked on my schedule, Porter said. I don't really look at the schedule, but I was excited to play them on December 15th, but I was hurt, so I couldn't play back in Cleveland. It's fun, it's fun playing them here. I think it's a little different now. The atmosphere is different, but it's going to be fun seeing my boys. So that's what he said in the article last or what Jonathan Fagan put up. So, you know, for damn He has sure. such a great PR team. He has such a great <laughs> PR team. Oh, my God. He
1: just officially said, I cannot wait to give these cats buckets. Yeah. And oh, my gosh, I'm telling you right now, Jared Allen, and Evan Moley better guard the fuck out of that paint. They yeah. better they better clamp down. You better make him shoot. And you better pray to God that that basket doesn't get wider for him when he does. Because if he can get to the to the cup at will, oh my gosh, it is going to be a long day for the Cavs. He is going to try to give them so many buckets. I will take anything with Kevin Porter Jr. name I can get on it. And if he lets me down, fine, I'll take it. I will take his regular points prop. I will bet it is at 15 and a half. I will take him up to 20. I will take him up to 25. Maybe even 30. I think I'm only, I think I can only get 25 though. <laughs> I will take him for a double double. I will take him for a triple double. I will take the Rockets for a win. Right. I am almost positive of all those bets, something is going to hit and put you in the green. Yep. If, right. And that's why I couldn't be odd. That's why I couldn't be odds makers. I really couldn't be odds because I'm not going to lie, I would have juiced. Kevin Porter's props for this game. And if and if the under, you're going to beat me on the under. You're not going to beat me on the over. Yeah. So I would have juiced his props for this games. And maybe that's why I'm not the ones making the lines. Cause I'd be like, no way. Am I keeping him at his 15 points per game and he's going against the cap? No, no. We're going to raise his points prop for this game. And if they beat us on the under, then, you know, congrats. But I'm getting so... a double-double at plus 320. I'm getting a triple-double at 90-1. to <laughs> I don't know how I don't play anything with Kevin Porter's junior name on today, especially because I don't think the Rockets are completely down and out in this game. It's not mm-hmm. like I don't think that they have a chance at all. I very much do think, even on a regular night, and even if this situation it didn't you know, happen between Kevin Porter and the Cavs, that – they will still be in this game. I'm not going to say that it's just easy in this foregone conclusion that the Cavs are going to run away with this game. No. So now I'm just going to have some fun. I'm absolutely just going to have fun.
0: Yeah. I just locked in some, uh, while you were talking some, uh, Kevin Porter jr. Props, uh, did get the last night. I think it opened up at 14 and a half. It's up. It's 15 and a half, but currently seeing 30 plus points tonight for, uh, Kevin Porter jr. At, 10 to one or close yet. Yeah, plus 1035. So I'm all over that here tonight. I'm just going to build that elevator or that stairs or whatever you want to call it um, all the way up to 30 points here tonight. Kind of similar what I did with Devin Booker against Utah last week. And you got to mm-hmm. get on this here tonight. So, um, so quickly. uh, So let's recap here, Terrell. We both like the Houston Rockets here tonight, plus the five, but all over Kevin Porter Jr. props, whether it's points uh, ladder or escalator, points, rebounds, and assists, triple-double, triple-double, double-double with the win, triple-double with the win, all of that. You, there's no way
1: you offer me a triple-double with the win. No
0: fucking way. Because
1: <laughs> those odds have got to be insane. Insane.
0: Let's oh, see if man. you can uh, find that before the end of the show. Maybe we can give it out. Or if, if we're oh. able to find it. I don't. I don't even think I'd exist. There's no way that exists. You don't yeah. know because
1: it's, if his if his triple double was at plus at ninety to one, there's no way that just randomly exists.
0: Let me see. Jesus. I'll you I'll, I'll fish around for it before we get off. Uh, before we end the pod. But all right. Anything else for the game before we move on? No. 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 Okay. Uh, let's get over to the next game. We have the Oklahoma City Thunder. Headed to Dallas to take on the Mavericks. So the Mavericks opened up as an 11-and-a-half-point home favorite. That number is all the way up, or not all the way up, but it's up 220 to 220-to-1. 220-to-1, triple-double plus uh, the Rockets win.
1: Well, I went on, and I basically did the build your, your own bet. Okay, okay. I built, like, same-game parlay thing and just put 10 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, and a Rockets money line win, and I'm at 22-to-1. Oh, 22-to-1, <sighs> Okay not 22 to one, 220 to one, I'm sorry. 220 to one, 220 yes. to one. Okay. And yeah. so now I am uh, going to make sure that this gets placed and put a little sprinkle on here just in case. <laughs> this is out. This is insane. This is insane. Oh my gosh. If Kevin Porter's Junior comes through tonight, do you know how big of a payday this is going to be? Do you know how big of a payday? If Kevin Porter has a good game in whatever aspect he has the game, whether it's just scoring, whether it's, he has a triple-double, whatever. Do you know how much of a payday that's going to be? Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, I love it. I've, been, I love I've literally it. been looking to forward one. to this game. I have been looking forward to this game for so long
0: because Two.
1: you know he, you know he can go off any night. Like, he yeah. can have that night and go off any night.
0: And you know wow. like his team, he he let his teammates know hey God, I I, I want to give the business like this is a game they that they know they know no, he's yeah. talked about
1: it he's yeah. talked about he, if he talked about it to the media he talked about it to his teammates
0: yeah 100% and uh um yeah you know for damn sure that they are going to do whatever it takes to get the ball to Kevin Porter Jr tonight and also get that victory here tonight for the Houston Rockets especially without Darius Garland uh in that lineup so um yeah, 220 to one. Triple double. Dollar.
1: You put put a dollar on and you get 200 dollars
0: Yeah. Worst case, you out a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh let, let's uh okay. So where are we at? The Dallas game. All right. So there Dallas is minus 12 tonight, hosting the Thunder. Total opened up at 208 and a half. That number is down to 205.5, 206. Check the injury report for this game. Dallas Mavericks will be without Tim Hardaway Jr. They'll also be without KP in this game. And Sterling Brown is also out uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. We know uh, SGA is going to be out for about two to three weeks, possibly through the um, all star break there for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus 12 for the uh, Dallas Mavericks hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder.
1: I think we should just fade OKC after a win at home when they go on
0: the road. <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much I, faith in this uh, team without uh, SGA. It's It's pretty much. It's really that simple. That's pretty much the handicap that I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, is,
1: <laughs> they struggle scoring the basketball, and they're just not. They're not good. <laughs> yeah. They're. They're. They're not good. OKC is not good. Dallas had an embarrassing loss against the Magic. And so what's the best way? They had to bounce back at home, which, you know, stereotypically Dallas has been really bad at home. But you get a chance to bounce back against the OKC Thunder. You you still have, you know, Luka Doncic. You've been playing defense amazing this year. And you have a team that struggles to score basketball. So apply any amount of pressure, and this can get ugly really, 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 really quickly. Yeah. So versus a Hurt, Thunder team that is reeling after a win against the Portland Trail Blazers, yeah, I'll take it. line probably isn't big
0: enough. Dallas, minus 12. Yeah, let me see what the Thunder have done after a win this season. Oklahoma oh, they're nine, four, and one against a spread after a win, which is best in the league. Uh, but again, that's without SGA in the lineup. This team is completely different, uh, without SGA in this lineup. So yeah, I'll I'll also take Dallas here. Won't be betting it, but um I think that Dallas should roll here tonight, especially even oh sorry, uh, even though they're without KP and Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, Luka should have a big game. Jalen Brunson, uh, look for those guys to come out and ball out. I'm here actually tonight. not afraid
1: to bet this. I'm not afraid no? to bet this. Okay.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm not afraid of the 12 points. I'm really not.
1: This is dangerously in locked territory for me actually. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Dangerously in locked territory. I'm considering locking it right now. I'm really this... not afraid of 12 points. I Because look, they're getting 12 points and the total is at 206. So they obviously think they're obviously just sitting here saying the Thunder are not going to put up points. Yeah they're Not gonna be in this game, and Dallas is just gonna run away with it. Totals 206. Yeah, and this is, still might go under.
0: Yeah, the third matchup this season between no, this isn't right. Hold on. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, here I got it. Dallas won back on no, sorry, December 12th, 103-84, and then they won 95-86 in a second matchup. And this is a third matchup, they 104-102, so they're 0-3. Straight up, but they are, I believe, two and one against the spread. Um, Dallas covered in that game, Dallas covered in that game. No, they didn't. So, uh, one and two against the spread, and they've had two games where it's been double digits where uh, they have covered both of those games. Have the Oklahoma City Thunder now? I do need to check is that if SGA did play in the game or not, but um, I'll try to dig up that information and either drop in the Slack channel or tweet it out. But anything else for this game, Terrell? No, no, I'm good. All right, let's get over to the next game. We have the Denver Nuggets headed to Utah to take on the Jazz, where the Jazz opened up as a two point favorite. That number has moved up to two and a half to minus three. Uh, total opened about 226. That number has trickled down to and a half, sorry, 222 and a half. Checking the injury report for both of these teams. Denver did play last night, so no injury report submitted just yet. For the Utah Jazz, uh, Donovan Mitchell out. Joe Ingles, we know with the torn ACL, is going to be out for the rest of the year. Um, Rudy Gobert is also out. Daniel House Jr. is also out. Um, Hassan Whiteside is questionable tonight for the Utah Jazz. Uh, Denver Nuggets, uh, like I said, did play last night. Let's check the ATS numbers for their back-to-back situation here. They are two and six against the spread in back-to-back situation. Six and two to the over. Um, but, again, a very depleted Utah Jazz team here, Terrell, to say the least. Let's start with the side here. minus. Let's call it minus three um, for the Utah Jazz hosting the Denver Nuggets.
1: So, obviously, this line is saying that they don't think Jokic is going to play. Yeah. That has to, be, that has to be what this line is saying, that they don't think Jokic is going to play in this game. Mm-hmm. And I would understand the concern if he does it.
0: Please. Yeah,
1: go ahead. Actually, have no. This might be a game I win. Such I have no idea what I I'd do in this game. I'm, there's no way. I think I would just take Denver into three now, just for the possibility that Jokic plays. Hmm. Yeah. That you know they, that they're wrong. Eyes makers are wrong, and Jokic decides to suit up for this game. But there's no <laughs> – there's no – this is weird. This line smells. It really does. With all the injuries that Utah has and they're still favored, that the line grew. And it only the only reason I could think for it growing is the fact that there's a good chance that Jokic doesn't play in this game because he was questionable the night before
0: mm-hmm.
1: and ended up playing. But I'll take my chances that – He's just questionable and he'll just be questionable and he'll still play the games. So yeah, give me the nuggets plus three. This jazz team is depleted. This jazz team is reeling and they just need to get healthier. Right. They need to get healthier. And when they do, they'll be able, they will be a team that you can back, but I can't back them right now as is.
0: Yeah, this—I uh, mean—you're throwing out there uh, Bogdanovich, Conley, Royce O'Neal, uh, Jordan Clarkson for the Utah Jazz, and right now I—I well, I do see p- props listed for Nikola Jokic here tonight on uh, DraftKings. Um, I didn't see any official word on. It. I tried to look it up while we're discussing this game here, but there are props listed for Jokic. If that's the case, then you might as well just take Denver right now plus the points. I mean, it does smell a little bit, but um, I guess I'll fall for that trap if if he's going to be out there. But um, I'll wait for official word. Anything else for this game? I don't really have an opinion on this game, Terrell. No, no, I'm good. All right, let's get over to the two more games left on the schedule here. We have the Brooklyn Nets headed to Sacramento to take on the Kings. The Brooklyn Nets opened up as a four and a half point favorite. That number is down a half a point to minus four. Total opened up at 230 and a half. That number is up to 231, 232 for this uh, game. Um, injury report for these two teams. Obviously, Brooklyn did play last night. Uh, probably the only questionable guy that you probably want to think on the Brooklyn Nets is probably going to be James Harden. Uh, he was Upgraded to probably and eventually did play that game last night against the Phoenix Suns. But for the Sacramento Kings, Marvin Bagley is out. Terrence Davis is out. DeAndre Fox is officially questionable tonight for the Sacramento Kings. Um, Let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus, Let's call it minus four here for the Brooklyn Nets going into Sacramento. Uh,
1: This is disgusting. Because Sacramento sucks. Yeah. And Sacramento should very... But Sacramento should very much be in this game. But I don't think I'm bold enough to sit here and take Sacramento plus four. But I really... And I think maybe... I don't even know who's... I don't even know who's playing for the for the Nets. Because what if James Harden doesn't go? If James Harden doesn't go. I really don't want to take the Nets.
0: Mm-hmm. That number's just going to always come down, yeah.
1: Yeah, but... it, but it Kyrie and James Harden play, and I mean, I got to say, they have a chance. The net, the the Kings suck; they're really bad. Yeah, but it's just the fact that Brooklyn doesn't have anything around. They, aside from their guards, they don't have anything. Anything. Blake Griffin's still getting twenty seven minutes, and he sucks. <laughs> He's a shadow of himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I I I don't know. I I mean, Marvin Bagley should effectively have a pretty good game. He's out. He oh, is he out?
0: Yeah, he's out. Okay. Well, let me
1: double check that. Angle, yeah, so. Marvin
0: Bagley's out with a left ankle sprain. Terrence Davis is also out. <sighs> yeah, I can't back. uh I can't back the Kings with with injuries, but.
1: I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if De'Aaron Fox and Terry Halliburton keep them in this game at all. The over is the play.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say that. I think just look, let the over, if you want to bet the this over, game, just bet yeah. the over and that's
1: it. Yeah, bet the over. Let the override. I'm not scared of 231 and a half. Like yeah. just let the override. But, you know, picking every game against the spread, two teams that are reeling, the Nets really, really need a win. Like, yeah. They really, really need a win. So I'll give the nod to – shoot, but they can win and not cover this game, and I wouldn't be surprised at oh. all. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, so this is what I would do. I would wait for James Harden out news to surface. There's there's nothing that could happen short of Tyrese Halliburton or Darren Fox not playing this game that would actually grow this line from the four. Because I don't think anybody's running to bet the Nets. People may think the Nets are going to win. I don't think anybody's running to bet the Nets. Right. So what I would do is I would wait until James Harden is out news happens. Because on a back to back, pretty sure he's not going to play. And then I would bet the Nets at that line right there. Because that means they'll probably go to like a two. And I feel way more comfortable than a two than a four. But as of right now, for the bot, I will pick Nets minus four.
0: Okay. Yeah, right now the Nets are in the midst of a five-game losing streak. Here, uh, they've only covered one other last five games. So, um, and that was against the Golden State Warriors, where they were a ten and a half point underdog um, against the Warriors. Uh, Kings again, you know, with the injuries that they have. Uh, again, another questionable tag is DeAndre uh, De'Aaron Fox, and that's a that's a big question mark for them. They're also on, let's see, here, one, two, three, seven-game losing streak as well. Um, I think for the Nets, they have one night off before they face Utah. So I'm not sure if they give Harden the night off and then, Hey, you have two days off here before we go into Utah, because you'll have Kyrie Irving. I think the best play is just wait for the injury news for both of those guys. De'Aaron Fox and James Harden before you play this game, but definitely regardless, love the over, um, defense is going to be questionable in this game. Oh, uh, for sure. Should see a lot of pace as well. Anything else for this game, Troll, for move on to the last, uh, last game? Ooh, got the hiccups. Uh, the last game? <laughs> no, let's go. I don't want to talk about this game. Anymore. All right, last game of the night. We have the Portland Trail Blazers headed to L.A. to take on the Lakers. Well, the Lakers opened up as a three-point favorite. That number is up to three and a half. Um, total opened up at 222. That number is up half a point to two twenty two and a half. and a half. Um, checking the injury report for both of these teams. Let's start with Portland. Uh, Portland is going to be uh without obviously Damian Lillard. We know about Nasir Little. Uh Larry Nance continues to be out. Um, Yusuf Nurkic and Anthony Seinemans are question sorry, probable for tonight. Cody Zeller is out for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh Anthony Davis is probable. LeBron James is doubtful. Malik Monk is probable. So it uh, looks like Davis and Monk will play and no LeBron here tonight. But let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus uh, three and a half for the Lakers hosting the Trailblazers here tonight.
1: So I either have to lay points with the Lakers or take the Trailblazers.
0: Mm. Yeah. Uh, or let's, the Blazers, one of the worst road. Uh, teams at least against the spread, what they so far did for the season, what they did in OKC was disgusting,
1: absolutely disgusting. And the Lakers have to get a win wherever they can get it, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking at their schedule, like dog, you guys got to fit wins in <laughs> exactly where you can get them. So, I'm just gonna bet. Like, I'm not even really going to handicap this game. I'm just going to bet on the Lakers, just realize the sense of urgency that they're in, mm-hmm. and that, you know, they just came off this road trip where they won two of six. You know, they, they yeah. lost that game to the Pacers at home, mm-hmm. and then coming off a road trip where they won two of six. And yeah. they're coming off a loss where they blew the game against the the Hawks. <laughs> So, you got to start putting wins together, man. You really got to – you're three games under 500 now. You got to start putting wins together, and you got to start putting wins together fast. (coughs) And so, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at this February slate, and you got the Blazers twice, you got the Clippers twice, you got the Pelicans up there, and you have the Knicks. I will count the Knicks. You got to go win those games you have to go win those games. Like, you have to. (laughs) Because you're going to play the Warriors a whole bunch more times before the season's over. Mm -hmm. You know, you got teams like the the Mavericks, you still got to play. You got, you know, some some heavy-duty teams that they still got games against. So, yeah, I will take the lakers here and i would just hope that there's a fire under their ass and i don't know who in
0: the hell is stopping ad tonight yeah that was going to be my main point like, it's going to have to be on the back of uh um, anthony davis russell westbrook and malik monk and that's kind of scary to say when he's throwing russell westbrook in the, the way that he's been playing but um yeah i mean like portland's coming into la like This team is not a great road team Uh, overall, even against the spread. You're a short road or sorry, home favorite here. Anthony Davis is back for you. Like you said, who's going to be stopping this guy inside the middle? The last two games, he scored 27 against the Hawks, 31 against the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, Expect him and Malik Monk and Russell Westbrook to pretty much be the driving force here tonight for you. And he's playing he's playing significant minutes, right? 34 uh, minutes against uh, the Sixers the other night. And then he had 38 minutes against the Hawks. So um, I think you also have to take a look at Anthony Davis's points props here tonight. I think it's currently listed at 25 and a half, which I don't hate. He's gone over this number in the last two games since returning from injury. Um, Yeah. So I really do like that play here as well. I'll probably take the Lakers here tonight. Like you said, they got to get the wins where they can. And I think, uh, this is where they kind of stop the losing streak and, and take care of business at home against a poorest uh, Portland Trailblazers team. Um, any thoughts on the total here, Terrell? Two twenty two and a half. and a half? Over. Yeah, I kind of also probably do like the um, Lakers team total here. Let me see if I can pull that number up quickly before we get into our picks. Yeah, 113, and, you know, they... This Portland team is just not a great defensive team. They've been giving up a lot of points um, over the court. I mean, against Oklahoma City, they only gave, they gave up 98 to them. That was without SGA. But 130 to the Chicago Bulls, 110 to the Rockets, 132 to the uh, Dallas Mavericks. So um defensively not doing very well. Any final thoughts for this game here, Terrell, before we get into our picks? No, no, I'm good. All right, so let's get over. Actually, let's do this. Let's take one last break here. We'll come back and then we'll get into our lock and dog for this Wednesday night schedule. We'll be right back to food here from our sponsors. We're brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 of the 20 available players to build your lineup for the Bengals versus the Rams game. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive as a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game that is $25 to enter and first place takes home $20,000. Use promo code SGP when you sign up today and you will receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Deposit $100 or more to receive the match plus two free 100,000 contest entries. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store by visiting their website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. ThriveFantasy.com, promo code SGP. Roster brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The only thing more exciting than watching the NFL playoffs is prop swapping the NFL playoffs. January was PropSwap's biggest month ever as bettors from across the country cashed in on their Super Bowl futures. Like Jamie from New York who sold a $100, 25-1 Bengals Super Bowl ticket for $1,000. The buyer got great odds and Jamie made 10 times his money. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most amount of money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has some fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all your big sales and red hot ticket sales, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure to use promo code SGP. Roster brought to you by Better Fantasy. The fantasy, se- the fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming in on Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on player props for the NFL games. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way. It's solely free to play. You'll earn better credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com forward slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com forward slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our free picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into our picks for the night. Um, Lock and dog, I will kick it off here. For my lock, um let's see here. Um I am gonna go hmm. I'll I'll go with the Lakers here tonight. God I'll take the Lakers if they lose to this Portland team. I swear to God. Um give me the Lakers minus the three and a half here. Um at home, hosting the Portland Trail Blazers. Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Malik Monk. Uh, they have enough guys on this team to get it done against this Portland Trail Blazers squad. Um, so I'll take that as my lock here. Got it in the losing streak sometime here. So I think it starts that against a poor road team in the Portland Trail Blazers. So minus three and a half as my lock. Uh, for my dog, um, I, I'm probably going to leave it to you to take the Rockets. I think that's where you're going to go. Mm. Or I'm not. Still I'm still, I don't know. I'm deciding. Okay. I'll take the Rockets then. Give me the Rockets here okay. tonight. Um, against this Cleveland Cavalier squad. No Darius Garland, no Lori Markinen for them. Yeah, I know they still have Jared Allen, but again, we've talked about add volume. We spent a good time on this. The Kevin Porter Jr. angle. This is a, a get-up spot in the rally round KPJ. Give me the Rockets plus five against the spread, plus 160 on the money line. Uh, to take care and, and get an upset victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers here tonight. So those will be my two picks. My lock, minus three and a half for the Lakers and uh, the Rockets, plus five, plus 160 on the money line. Terrell, what do you got?
1: For my lock. Fuck the Knicks. Give me Memphis, minus three, I like three and a half, half wherever yeah. we're, whatever we're calling it. Three and Give a half. me Memphis. Memphis is one of the best teams on the road, ATS. Well, not is one of the best teams. They are the best team in the league on the road, ATS, 17-8. And the New York Knicks at home are 13-14. 3-4 is home underdogs. I'm st- I'm just on the angle that teams play up when they get into Madison Square Garden. The Knicks are not a good team. I don't think they'll be in this game. I think what they're going to be forced to shoot and... If Evan Fournier goes out here and has a two for eleven game, I wouldn't be surprised. So, yeah, give me, give me the, and then Desmond Bain should have another good game. If if they just they're gonna leave him open, he's gonna have another good game. So yeah, I'll take Memphis Grizzlies minus four or three and a half, whatever we're calling it.
0: Three and a half. Okay, cool.
1: For my dog, I will take the Orlando Magic. Plus 138. Yeah, I'll take Orlando. The okay. Pacers suck. Orlando's really not that much better, but I don't think there's a big disparity, disparity between two teams. I really think this is probably a pick em, but because the Pacers are at home, it's why they are getting the nod. And, you know, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head for teams off of back-to-back, especially off of a loss, but I feel like they play a little bit better. I th- I think they get up a little bit better for the game. So... Hopefully, the Magic are just going to continue this wave of scoring that they're on. Mm-hmm. And they go in this game and just, you know, put up a crazy amount of points on the Pacers who are probably going to let them. So, yeah, I'll take the Orlando Magic.
0: There it is. So, Lockford Terrell, Grizzlies minus three and a half in New York tonight, taking on the New York Knicks. Um, and then his dog is going to be the Orlando Magic uh, going into Indiana to take on the Pacers plus, let's call it plus 140 because that's what I'm seeing as consensus um for your dog so that uh brings us to the end of it and uh definitely we'll talk about this on the podcast cuz I will with Kevin Porter Jr but um yeah definitely get down on Kevin Porter Jr props here tonight um uh, going up against his former team that pretty much just gave his locker away like we talked about so definitely a motivation spot for Kevin Porter Jr <laughs> one more order of business that we need to get to Terrell um actually you know what let's wait for this let's do this uh one game you're completely (laughs) staying away from i forgot about this
1: keep forgetting Uh, but one game uh... we're not
0: betting on tonight yeah um
1: yeah i could have some fun yeah i'll probably take the over and then next king so yeah let's go with nuggets jazz i don't have a feeling
0: yeah, that was going to be mine too. Just too many injuries. And again, check that injury re- uh, report for Nikola Jokic. So one game we're completely staying away from is the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz. Um, all right. Announcement time here, Terrell. Uh, I, I kind of teased this last week for our listeners. We are in the month of February. Uh, we're trying to climb the charts and we cannot do it without you guys. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to the bosses. I I talked to the NBA gambling podcast crew between myself, Terrell, um, Scott, um, uh, McKee, and uh, ZB, and we decided to do a nice little giveaway for our loyal listeners. So what that's going to be is that we're giving away an NBA jersey of your choice. So whether it's your favorite uh, player on your team or another team or a NBA jersey that you want. We're doing a giveaway, an NBA jersey of your choice and how you can qualify for this or be submitted into the drawing is fairly simple. All you have to do is leave a five-star rating and review for the NBA Gambling Podcast wherever you listen, whether it's Apple, um, whether it's uh, on uh, uh, the Google uh, Podcast Player, whether it's Spotify, wherever you listen, leave us a five-star rating and review Take a screenshot of that rating and review, more importantly, the review, tweet it at us at NBA, our Twitter account, at NBA, and make sure you're also following the account. So that's how you qualify. It's pretty simple. Leave a five-star rating and review, take a screenshot of it, and follow the NBA Gambling Podcast um, Twitter page. Sorry. At SGP and NBA and tweet us that uh screenshot uh to our Twitter account. Uh, we're gonna run this for two weeks, um, starting today all the way through February 16th. Uh, and the winner will announce it on Friday, February 18th episode. Um, so two weeks we'll 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 uh tweet it out on social, but we'll remind you on every podcast that we do for the NBA gambling podcast. Um, so make sure to get in those five-star rating and reviews for the NBA gambling podcast. Now, if you've already submitted a review on iTunes or any of your podcast players, just take a screenshot of that review that you've already submitted and tweeted at us, um, uh, uh at the Twitter account as well. Uh, but you can also submit a new one via the app on SGPN or on Spotify. So a couple options there. So if you've already left a review, Screenshot it, tweet it at us. If not, uh, do a new review for us for Spotify or uh, another platform that you may use for podcast players. So, pretty simple. Uh, tweet it at us, and we're going to run this for two weeks. NBA Jersey Giveaway. We're announced the winner of this um, giveaway on February uh, 18th on that Friday episode. So, Terrell, little giveaway for the NBA Gambling Podcast for our lawyer listeners, man.
1: Yeah. And I'm, grateful that you know we're we're climbing up the charts yeah we are absolutely skyrocketing up the charts and i get a lot of you know great words on twitter on instagram from a lot of different people that just say how much they love the show they you know leaving reviews talking about us and reviews and stuff like that so i absolutely appreciate everything you all are doing for us and helping to grow this podcast and we're just trying to help grow the podcast and the company and that's really where all this comes from so this yeah. is just a small thank you from us to you. Best of luck to everybody that participates, and thank you again. We are we're gonna keep trying to give out winners. <laughs> yeah. That's really what it is. Like we're just gonna keep trying to do our best. And whether you're making money in our picks or you're making money telling <laughs> our picks, uh, you know, I wish the best, the best luck
0: for you. And I appreciate you for listening. Really, really do. This is you know a dream come true for me, honestly. Yeah, 100%, echoing everything Terrell said. So I know we get a lot of tweets um, thanking us and and, and shouting us out. So if you want to help us out, really want to – Give us a thank you. Leave us a rating and review a five-star. Hopefully, give us some nice words. Uh, it really, really helps us look good on the charts and also in front of the bosses to keep this thing going for us. So uh, I'll sponsors. remind you. Yeah, and our sponsors. Yeah, more importantly, the sponsors too. So uh, we have a lot of great sponsors. So you know, that makes us look really good as well. So get in those reviews, grab your loved one's phones, uh, whether it's your wife's, your kids, your grandparents, uncles, aunts, friends, coworkers, whatever, get those reviews in. Uh, and let's crank out those reviews. Really, really appreciate us, uh, or we really, really appreciate you guys with all the support that we've gotten so far for the NBA gambling podcast. So that's going to bring us to the end of it. Uh, Terrell, any final thoughts? And let the people know where they can find you, man.
1: Yeah, you know, at really real, underscore underscore Instagram and Twitter. But you know, to start to end how we started, it's time for change. It's yes. time for change, and it's time to be compassionate about the experiences that others have. And so, you know, let's do it. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes of this for not just the NFL, but also the NBA and other major organizations that we know this this is still an issue for. So looking forward to it. Let's do it. I'm glad to, you know, sit here and go to war against the Boston Celtics with you every day, sir. So
0: <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Echoing everything uh, Terrell said time for change. Um, it's, it's crazy that we're in the year 22 and we're still dealing with this type of stuff, but you know now is a, a greater time than ever to start seeing change. And again, uh, tip of the hat, 200 um, support to Brian Flores and what he's brought to light about what's going on in the uh, NFL. So uh, we will be keeping our eyes close to that. What, well, with that being said, guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us today on the NBA Gambling Podcast. Scott and Terrell, will be back tomorrow for another episode of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Um, let's uh, have a great night. Let's go, Kevin Porter Jr. Good luck with all your bets. Let's break oh, these. Yeah. Let's break these books, Kevin off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, the ball because I'm gonna go get it. Give me, give me the ball I'm gonna